Hey y'all, I've been gone for a little minute, but now I'm back. Not with a jump off, but a little something new. I want to make sure that you all get the chance to hear something fantastic. And that is a show that I'm now a part of called The Anything Show with John Francois. Today's episode that you'll listen to on this podcast is going to be a full episode of The Anything Show. If you're all interested in it and you like it, check out The Anything Show with Jean Francois on all social medias so that way you can get into more of our show. And I hope you enjoy with what you get to listen today. As always, anytime you want to reach out to me, feel free to do so at Lifestyle of Gay Black Boy on all social media or LifestyleGBB at gmail.com. That's Lifestyle G's and Gay, B's and Black, B's and Boy at gmail.com. I'll be sure to read them, check them out, see what you have to say. And if you want to curse me out, feel free to go ahead and use at least 10 curse words today. You do 10, I got you. Anything less than 10, I'm not reading. Anything more than 10, I'll go make a lemonade. So let's get into the show. Hello, you. Um, here's an important correction I have to make. Apparently, uh, October 27th does not fall on a Monday. I've been promoting our Ask Anything giveaway winner being announced on Monday, October 27th. Actually, October 27th is on a Wednesday. I meant Monday, October 25th. So for the many times that you hear me say Monday, October 27th on this episode of The Anything Show, forget that. It's Monday, October 25th. All right. Now on with the lies. I got to ask you something. What did you want to be when you grew up? Your answer could win you a $100 gift card and an Anything Show with Jean-Francois shot glass and keychain Monday, October 27th. Now, there's so many ways you can tell us your childhood dream job. Facebook.com slash The Anything Show. My personal Facebook page at Jean-Francois, J-O-N, last name F-R-A-N-C-O-I-S. We also are on Instagram and TikTok at Anything Show Francois. Tell us what you want to be when you grew up just in time for Monday, October 27th, so we can give you that $100 gift card and the Anything Show with Jean-Francois shot glass and keychain. Good luck. Everyone and their cat has a podcast about the entertainment industry. But few shows have as much fun doing it as Rico and the Man with Rob Tregler and Peter Martino. Well, 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 look at Podcast Boy. Looks like he got a new toy. <laughs> yes, New Jersey meets California in this bi-coastal, hilarious show uh-huh. where two old college buddies take shots at all things entertainment. Dave Batista's all like, I was never asked to do it. Well, maybe he would have been asked to do it if he wasn't such a pain in the ass. With special guests, trivia, listener feedback, and comedy bits. Scarlet Witch is a sc- Rob and Peter invite you to laugh along as they praise, pummel, and pick apart show business. The Nirvana baby is suing. Is he not getting girls because of the penis in the picture? (laughs) Rico and the Man. Available on Apple, Spotify, Amazon, and more. Oh, let me tell you how frustrated I am with my mouth. My mouth feels so plain, boring, bland. I need some spice to liven it up. And thankfully, our good friends at Heart Soul Heat know what to do to really make my mouth going. They are the creators of Ghost Honey. Ghost Honey is 100% American-made hot honey. It's ghost pepper, infused raw honey, and it's going to be great on foods like pizza, fried chicken, rice, you name it. Ghost Honey is going to be right there for you. And for fans of the Anything Show with Jean-Francois, here's a special deal you got to take advantage of. 50% off your first order with the code ANYTHING at HeartSoulHeat.com. Use the promo ANYTHING at checkout. You're going to get half off because really, when it comes to your mouth, we got to get spicy. the Magic 97.7 studios in Lindenville, Vermont. This is The Anything Show with John francois Stand by and remain cautious. Yes, Thursday, October 14th, as we record this, John francois here from Vermont and joining me as always from the Lifestyle of a Gay Black Boy podcast in Rochester, New York. It's Andrew Vandertund. Hey, Andrew. Hola. Yes. All right. Uh, now, usually I have like an interview guest that I tease, but I have no idea if we're going to have an interview guest in this episode, Andrew. So let's just say it's going to be a surprise. We never know. 
keep them guessing on their tips. <laughs> yep. For our celebrity gossip, of course, we got to talk about Dave Chappelle's controversial new Netflix special. For Let's Get Viral, we talk about the worst first date experience ever. Headlines. Andrew, we talk about mayonnaise in your coffee. Ew. Listen, subscribe, follow, rate, review The Anything Show with Jean-Francois on Apple, Spotify, wherever you get podcasts. Follow us on Facebook.com slash The Anything Show, Instagram and TikTok at Anything Show Francois, YouTube under The Anything Show with Jean-Francois. Shot glasses and keychains are available. $10 for a glass, $5 for the keychain. Send me a DM. And speaking of all that uh, merch stuff, don't forget our Ask Anything segment coming up. October 25th is where you can win $100 and an Anything Show with John francois shot glass, and keychain, all by telling us your childhood dream. Uh, Andrew, I think we got through all the announcements that we need to get to, so shall we start off with some wacky-dacky headlines? Let's tackle off. Yes. Yes, indeed. Uh, Andrew, I don't know if you know, but the internet recently went into a tailspin over the weekend after the Hellmans, Hellmans, of course, is the mayonnaise people, Hellmans, uh, in their Twitter account, they suggested that putting mayonnaise in your coffee is going to give you a sophisticated palate. Uh, I mean, yeah, it'll make me vomit sophisticatingly, but I don't know about, (laughs) about making my palate all sophisticated. What do you think? It's a thick cup of coffee. It's nice and... Thick. Okay. <laughs> that's, that's all you got to say. Yep, you put a, a thick thing of mayonnaise in coffee and it's just going to be thick. Now, is it going to be good thick or bad thick? Because there are two different types of thick, Andrew. There are two different types. Now, if you do the iceberg where you just put a dollop of it on top of coffee and let it float and melt, I think it'll be like milky. But if you stir it in, it's going to be like Oh, God. Now you're making me just just die in disgust right now. I don't know if I want to do that. I mean, I guess the closest thing is I could pretend that I'm putting a bunch of thick creamer in my coffee, except it tastes very uh, mayonnaise-y. Yeah, it's, uh, you know, it's a robust flavor. <laughs> yeah, robust is a good way to describe it. Uh, we go on to this woman in Michigan who complained that a grocery store's mood music was too sad. She screamed at several employees, Andrew. She tried to drive off while a cop was talking to her and got arrested. And after they released her, she walked back into the police department, started yelling at the receptionist and got arrested again. You know, I wish I was shopping for my mayonnaise and coffee at the grocery store and met this woman because she sounds like the uh, epitome of a Karen. She totally does. She is super Karen at the max, and she has activated her managerial powers. (laughs) Exactly. And I think you remarked that, man, doesn't she have some privilege? Probably some white privilege. (laughs) This is total privilege. If it was me, they would have gunned me down. As soon as I said, I'm coming back into the police station, it's a wrap. Right, right. Like, oh, can you turn down your music? Pew, 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 you're dead. It's like, really? I just wanted to turn the music down. You don't have to take my life for it, guys. (sighs) <sighs> reality, reality for black people. We love it. All right. <laughs> Wait, say that one more time. I said it is. It's reality. They'll do it. Yep. All for Hellman's for your coffee. Mm-hmm. Hey, speaking of uh, white people and more white people, Madison, Wisconsin has a lot of white people. And uh, they also have a meat market there that has created a fascinating new food by combining Halloween with Oktoberfest. It's a candy corn filled bratwurst. Uh, Andrew, uh, what do you think about this? Because I know Tony, my candy corn loving girlfriend, will like this, and we both know that she's a strange specimen. What say you, Andrew? Um, this is the first I didn't know anybody like candy corn, <laughs> but immediately I have heartburn. This does not sound good. Yeah, it's like juicy German meat with uh, the disgusting uh, invention that is candy corn. I mean, my God, you might as well put mayonnaise in my coffee. You know what? The world is going to be a thing. So we're going to have coffee and candy corn bratwurst. Yeah. Your thing. God, you know what? It it makes me just want to eat farts instead. And I guess that brings us to our next headline, because apparently there are anti-flaculence bed sheets that are being created in the UK, Andrew. This company called Shreddies already sells fart-mitigating underwear. Now they've added two bedding products, an undersheet that your regular sheets go on top of, and a flaculence filtering duvet cover, which sounds like the classiest thing ever for farts, uh, which keeps your nighttime emissions trapped. I don't know if I want this, Andrew, because I like torturing my girlfriend with farts in the middle of the night. That is a strange thing that I am enjoying hearing. Um, (laughs) What, the fact that I like to torture my girlfriend with farts? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Hey, look. 
it's my goal to make her as unhappy as possible when she's sleeping. If she has a happy sleep, then I'm miserable, and nobody wants John Francois miserable. Well, you know what? That's true. But then <laughs> I'm going to get these because I think if it's anti-flatulence, but it's like their underwear, it just traps the farting side. Mm. So now you've got a good little chasm there of just fart goodness. Yeah, like you can collect it in a jar, like like it's coins, you know? Like the amount of coins that you usually have in your coin jar. Imagine collecting that many farts. You could go to the Smithsonian and make some money off of that. Oh, I would just open the jar in an open market and just let everybody deal with it. Oh, yo, you should have let you should just open it at that grocery store in uh, Michigan so that Karen can smell it, j- just so you can give her a taste of her her money or her mouth or whatever. I don't know what I'm talking about. <laughs> <laughs> God, but you know what? I do know what I'm talking about when I say a guy from the Solomon Islands, Andrew. This is our next headline. A guy from the Solomon Islands was rescued the other weekend after he and his friend got lost at sea for 29 days. That is almost a month. Now, for a glass half full situation, uh, the guy says that the positive that he took away from the whole experience was he got a break from the COVID-19 pandemic. I don't know, man. I would say the pandemic would be better than getting lost at sea for 29 days because at least with the pandemic, Andrew, you have your TV, you have your phone, you have all the electronics that you need to stay sane. You do have the electronics, but for me, this kind of sounds like you get away from all the annoyances of life. I would, I'd do it. If I knew I could come back, I would do it. Every day for a month, you would uh, be okay in total isolation at sea, no connection to civilization? Yeah. I might make a friend like Sharky or something if I'm in shark-infested waters, and who knows what I'll see. Wow. Well, you totally belong in the caveman era, Andrew. That, that's so fascinating, you know? Oh, my God. I uh. love it. Without ringtones, I'm in heaven. Yeah. You know what? I think you should start a trend. LGBT community people who are cavemen and cave women? We have that. It is a part of our community. Oh, really? The LGBT, <laughs> L- L- LGBT uh, cave community is a thing? Well, yes. Not really cave cave, like cave people. Right. But you got bears, otters, cubs, and those are essentially cavemen. Right, right. Oh, boy. All right. Well, we go to this woman in Canada who woke up last week to a loud crashing sound and found a softball-sized meteorite that had blasted a hole through her roof. It was sitting in her pillow right next to her head. Now, Andrew, uh, as I play a certain music that you might f- be familiar with, I feel like this is like a total Superman story. <laughs> what do you think? I mean, do you think that Superman crashed through her roof? Because that's the only thing I think of when I think meteorite. I think Superman crashed through her roof or this alien egg and she is now an alien. It's oh. Like, no. All right. All right. I dig that. I dig that. Uh, Andrew, do you like to pee a lot? Uh, Are you at that point where even though you're not age 60 and older, you have to pee like 55 times a day or are you good? I'm pretty good with holding it, but I do like to pee. I know, it's such a relieving feeling. We, we, we can't resist it. A new survey says that nearly one in three men aged 60 and older said they feel self-conscious about how often they have to pee. Now, I am these men, Andrew, but I'm only 29 years old. Should I be concerned? Because you know, Andrew, I probably have to pee like 10 times before the show starts. You know, I wouldn't say if it's your norm ever since you've been alive. <laughs> but if this is like sporadically, then yeah. Yeah, yeah. I don't know, man. All right. Well, me and my bladder will have to have a talk. We'll we'll see what happens. And you know what? Speaking of things that make you pee, uh, let's talk about coffee. Coffee definitely makes you pee. A new survey found that young adults are drinking way less coffee than the rest of us. 63% of Gen Z adults say they never drink it. That's compared to 33% of millennials, 34% of Gen Xers, and 29% of baby boomers who never drink coffee. Andrew, are you a coffee drinker? I love coffee. Rub it in my eye. <laughs> well, that sounds like uh, second-degree burns. Wouldn't it burn your eyes out if you rubbed hot coffee on your eyes? Well, they get a nice little soothing bath, I guess. Wow. Uh, I'm concerned, Andrew. I feel like I should send you to like some kind of suicidal rehab facility or something. That is awful. <laughs> now, I've had an on-and-off relationship uh, with coffee uh, that will maybe change, uh, you know, if this daytime job opportunity thing works out on my end. Um, and, uh, you know, I'm not surprised that younger people like Gen Xers uh, or Gen Zers, rather, are not drinking coffee because uh, it just seems like uh, the younger people are nowadays, the more anti they are with all the traditional old-fashioned things like coffee and eating McDonald's every day. So I guess good for young people for realizing that, eh, you know, caffeine's a drug and may not be good for you in the long term. Yeah, 
I'm happy. Maybe they'll live longer, have better, healthier lives. I think for me, it's one of those things all we did in college and high school was go to the coffee shops. So we just started drinking coffee. There you go. There you go. And you know what? Uh, maybe these young people will live until at least the, the age of 72 by not drinking coffee every day. Uh, you know, speaking of which, there's this 72-year-old Andrew. I think he's from Bosnia. Yeah, the 72-year-old guy in Bosnia uh, spent six years building a house that rotates 360 degrees because his wife just wanted better views. So it could go as slow or fast as she wants. Its top speed is a full rotation every 22 seconds. I mean, is that a high-maintenance spouse or is that a high-maintenance spouse? Definitely high-maintenance. This is a merry-go-round house and I want to go, but she's high-maintenance. <laughs> but you're saying it sounds like fun. You would totally be down for the merry-go-round house. I totally would be. My only question is, where's the toilet? Oh, uh, maybe the toilet is... I mean, I hope the toilet is in the house. If it is in the house, this woman is going for a great sort of dizzy vomiting experience if the house is going to be spinning as she's on the toilet, you know? Ugh. God, I hate that. Andrew, do you work out? Yes, they do. Ooh, all right. So you are you are unlike the 39% of adults in this recent survey that say that they work out exactly zero times per week. Now, that isn't just going to the gym. That's any physical activity for at least 20 minutes. And no surprise, the states with the least active residents are Mississippi, Tennessee, and Indiana. I say no surprise, Andrew, because two of the top three states are in the South. And as you know from, I guess, being in, you know, you, you, you lived in Texas for a while, uh, y'all like to fry everything. <laughs> Yeah, you can get fried chicken at the laundromat. <laughs> really? I could uh, put a billion quarters into the washing machine, and because of I'm putting all my money in, I get a piece of fried chicken as a reward? No joke. It can literally be like that. If you go, there's this laundromat by my house. You bring in two loads of clothes, you get a bucket of chicken. Are you, you're, you're not kidding. I'm not joking. I'm completely serious. What? Okay. Uh, I got to find this laundromat, and I also probably have to name this episode, like, Fried Chicken Laundry or something. That would be something. That's going to be epic. Oh, my God. Uh, you know, 2% of adults, Andrew, said they knew a good magic trick. Do you know a good magic trick? Um, I do. It's called drinking water. Oh, okay. Uh, drinking water and just making it disappear into your system. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You're like, where did it go? <laughs> did it go through my bladder? Did it go through my anus? You find out. You find out as we get fried chicken at the laundromat. Oh, God. Hey, uh, I, my magic trick, I would say, is uh, making my money disappear the moment that payday comes around. That's that's my magic trick. That is a, it's an intense magic trick. It's powerful because it shakes you to your core sometimes. Oh, yeah. I mean, you got no choice. I mean, you know, my girlfriend, uh, you know, has to, you know, pay some bills. So, you know, I got some responsibilities I have to uh, take myself into or else I'm going to be kicked out on the street. And by God, Andrew, I'm too polished and sexy for that. Yes, we can't have you out on the street. <laughs> yeah, I guess not. Uh, yeah, I can't be with those uh, people out on the street with their peopleness. Uh, <laughs> I don't know how to say that. I don't know how to say what I was going to say without being offensive, but you know what I mean. Uh, hey, uh, if you're meeting up with someone, Andrew, uh, and they text that they're going to be a few minutes late, what does that usually mean to you? How late do you think they're going to be? Uh, probably like 30, 45 minutes. Jesus Christ, that is a big chunk of time because most people in this recent survey said five to 10 minutes late. Uh, and you know what, me, I, I, guess, I guess I'm kind of in your category, Andrew, because I would say anywhere between five minutes to 30 minutes. I sort of am casual. Like if I don't have to be somewhere at a certain time, I'm just kind of like, eh, you know, why do I want to be anxious or stressed? Whatever. Uh, my girlfriend, totally opposite. She's punctual to a T, hates being late, always loves to be on time. And it's just like, eh, you know, why not be a rebellious adult sometime and get into some trouble, you know? Yeah. Anytime somebody says, be there at like nine, I'm like, is that a hard nine or is he strolling <laughs> or 11? Like, what's going on here? Do I have to be there? And you know, CPT, color people time is a, is a real thing, Andrew. You know, especially my aunt. Oh, my God. My aunt during the holidays, the worst, because my aunt's family and my mom's family, uh, we like to combine together for holiday dinners. So if it's at my aunt's house, say, for Christmas, she'll be like, all right, let's say dinner is at like 430 7.30, she's still cooking dinner. <laughs> so it's just, you know, I tell you, man, we black people, we need to do better. We need to do better when it comes to actually doing things on time. It's it's insane. Very true. Just If you're not going to be on time, just know when to show up to the function. 
I typically stroll in two hours after to get a plate and leave, and then I'm out. Mm, there you go. There you go. Uh, I don't know. I feel like we should do one more headline and get the F out of this segment. Um, you know what? Uh, as we are traveling more and more, uh, there is a serious, uh, interesting offer from this airline in Japan called Peach. Andrew, they're now using vending machines to sell mystery plane tickets for much cheaper than they'd normally be. So each machine is going to be filled with a bunch of plastic capsules. Each one has a code inside for a plane ticket. $45 is what they cost. The trick is, for getting that $45 plane ticket, you don't have any idea where you're going until you actually get the ticket. So my question to you is, would you take this opportunity? Because, you know, just keep in mind, uh, you could either be in the Bahamas or you could be in the middle of nowhere in Nebraska for a $45 ticket. Would you take that gamble? Take my money. Really? Oh, yes. Without a doubt, I would do it. Okay. I'm excited for that adventure. I could end up, like you say, in Nebraska, in Siberia, maybe Disneyland. Oh, okay. Okay. Maybe uh, in, in in the back alley of, of Compton, California. Who knows? <laughs> no. That's a fun excursion. <laughs> that is a fun excursion. And uh, make sure you bring <laughs> plenty of guns <laughs> when you're there, <laughs> just just so you protect yourself, because it is Compton, you know. Uh, okay. All right. Um, if you have a headline, Compton or Uncompton related, you want to send us, facebook.com slash the anything show or Instagram at anything show Francois. Maybe you want to send us on TikTok as well at anything show Francois. So many ways you can interact with us. Uh, John Francois here with Andrew Vanderton for the anything show. Uh, like I said, you know, usually this is when we tease the interview. I have no idea if we're doing an interview later on. So let's just say eh, it might be a surprise. You might get something you might get. You might not. Who knows? But I can guarantee you coming up next, Andrew, is uh, our listeners' chance to get a $100 gift card and an Anything Show with John francois Shot Glass, and Keychain October 25th. Shall we do a round of Ask Anything? Oh. Do it. Yes. All righty. Um, the question is, what do you want to be when you grew up? What did you want to be when you grew up? Facebook.com slash Anything Show. Instagram, TikTok, at Anything Show Francois. So many ways to give us the answer. Um, I've loved the answers that have come in uh, so far. Let me just look through on uh, the social media here if the page of mine would just load up. Here we go. Um, Jennifer wanted to be a secret agent when she grew up. Uh, Tammy just basically asked, I got to grow up? Yeah, you do got to grow up, Tammy. I mean, who, who wants to die a child? That's kind of depressing. Oh, Lord. Uh, what other comments do we have? I don't know. I mean, the the, my, the 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 computer is loading very slowly, but I guess that would be a great way to wrap it up. Secret agent. <laughs> wait, no, no, no. Wait, wait. I take it back. I take it back. The, 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 the page just cooperated with me. All right. So let's see if we can do secret agent. Uh, I got to grow up. Um, a mechanic. Someone want to be a paleontologist. Do you know what a paleontologist is, Andrew? I think, is that the no, the bones, the dinosaur bones? They do something with that? I guess, I guess. I thought it was just, uh, you know, groping people named Paley. <laughs> no, no, consensually, consensually groping people named Paley. Let, 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 let's be clear. It is the Me Too era. Uh, let's see. Uh, yeah, we have all kinds of great responses. Actress, astronaut, uh, game show host, teacher, flight attendant, um, nurse, hairstylist, uh, a grown-up, you know, of course, a weatherman. Why not? I mean, you get to predict the weather, and if you're wrong, people can attack you all they want, but all you can say is, hey, I'm sorry. I can't predict the weather. I'm not God, right? Andrew? Perfect job. You can literally go in and say, it's going to rain today. I'm leaving. Yeah. We got fashion designer, firefighter, cop, LNA, nursing, a butterfly, a singer, an architect, president of the United States. Oh, what a great job to have nowadays. <laughs> I know. Just so appealing. An F4 pilot. Uh, I guess a pilot that rides planes that say F4 on them. Is that what it is? I'm thinking that's it. It's got to be. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, Loretta Lynn. Someone wanted to be Loretta Lynn. Who's Loretta Lynn? Is she like the guy? Isn't she the woman that cut the, the guy's penis off back in the day? Get out of my head. I was literally thinking that too. Is that her? Maybe. No, oh, Lorena Bobbitt. Yeah, Lorena Bobbitt was the one that cut off Joey Buttafuoco's penis. Is that what it was back in the day? I don't know. We, we need to brush up on our 90s crime stories. We can just 
Let's rewrite the history of it. We can do it. I guess. All right. Well, keep on sending those responses. Facebook.com slash anything show. Instagram at anything show Francois. Uh, you can also send on my personal Facebook page, John Francois, J O N, last name, F R A N C O I S. Monday, October 25th, which is going to be a week from when this episode gets posted, we will be announcing our October winner of a $100 gift card and an anything show with John Francois, Shot Glass, and Keychain. All right, Andrew. Uh, our viral videos are coming up before we get to that nonsense. We got to do a commercial break. We got to acknowledge our wonderful sponsors. Go pee, go do some drugs, go have sex, do what you need to do in this few minutes because it's going to be the best few minutes of your life, man. It's only going to go down from here. <laughs> right? <laughs> best advice ever. Yeah. All right. So while Andrew uh, goes uh, to the the top of the mountain so to speak uh let's let's take a break so that he can enjoy that top of the mountain the upper left corner usa is known for its beautiful rivers forests and mountains it's also known for its serial killers and others who commit heinous crimes host emily tells tame true crime stories out of the pacific northwest taking care to respect the victims and their families each episode starts with a pacific northwest town profile detailing where the story takes place and ends with a review of a pacific northwest wine hmm this murderous tale has hints of apricot you don't need to be from the Pacific Northwest to enjoy these true crime tales. Available episodes include serial killers Israel Keys, Robert Lee Yates, interesting tales of debauchery like D.B. Cooper, and Mary Kay Letourneau, oof, cults like Rajneesh Param, and throwback cases that include the Vincent lynchings and Starvation Heights. Episodes of Upper Left Corner drop every other Thursday, and you can binge over 20 episodes right now on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and other major podcast platforms. Find Upper Left Corner on Instagram at Upper Left Corner Pod and get into these stories. All right, so I'm thinking back to my relationship with my dad, and it was just like, meh, not really much fruit in the basket. However, if you had a relationship with your dad that was quirky, comical, dry, and maybe your dad's voice sounds like sexy Bane from Batman. Well, why don't you get three degrees? Astrobiologist, fake. Astroentomologist, fake. And then whatever other degree you want, and we'll say that you got the hat trick of degrees. Yes, Bane. Well, take a listen to Scott and Liam Kelly. It is the Why Do We Say That podcast, a Father and son team for the ages. They explain the origins behind such popular everyday phrases like, uh, let's see, great minds think alike. Did you know that the origin of that phrase goes back to the 1800s? Yes, and I say it to my friends and girlfriends all the time. <laughs> great minds think alike. I'm sorry, my girlfriend now thinks that I have more than one girlfriend. Uh, flash in the pan. Oh, did you know that flash in the pan goes back to the California gold rush of the 19th century? Oh, so many great examples from the why do we say that podcast with Scott and Liam Kelly episodes are released every Tuesday and you got to stick around till the end of the episode because they play the world famous word or not a word game. Now you will be challenged on whether words like secundative paddle is a word or not. It might not be. Who knows? Because I cannot say it. And, oh, you think that there's not going to be something in it for you? Uncle Desi's Cookies mailed to you in 16 to 24 weeks. It's Scott and Liam Kelly from the Why Do We Say That podcast, a sarcastic, dry, witty father and son team for the ages. Get them wherever you get podcasts. Yes, it's time. It's time. It's time. It's time to do the viral videos of the week. Let's get viral right here on the Anything Show. Andrew, shall we get started with this police department in Canada who released some 911 audio? Now, it's not just any normal 911 audio. Uh, this guy uh, called 911 because he was stuck in traffic and had to pee. I kid you not, Andrew. Some guy just called 911 because he had to pee, stuck in traffic, and he thought the emergency police department would handle this matter. Here's the actual audio from our neighbors to the north. 911, can police Hello? fire or ambulance? Yeah, I need an ambulance, please. You need the ambulance? No, I need the uh, police. Well, then why did you say you need ambulance? I didn't say ambulance. I said I need police. Okay. Do you have the police? Yeah. Where's the emergency? Actually, the thing is that I have to pee, and these guys are not moving. You have to pee. Yeah. This is your emergency that you have to pee? Yeah. 
and yeah. how are the police going to help you urinate? I have to pee, man. And but I'm not sure what you like me to do with that you have to urinate. I can't help you with that. I am disconnecting. Thanks. Bye. Thoughts, Andrew? <laughs> you seem to be enjoying that. <laughs> so even for me, who used to work for 911, this is a hilarious call. I would have told him to, to just pee. I like, okay, just pee. Pee in your car. Yeah, I mean, here's the thing. I kind of get where that guy's coming from because as someone who pees like a million times, like, yeah, when you have to pee in the car and you're stuck in traffic, like, it's like, oh, shit. Like, do you, like, pee in a cup? Do you uh, pee on your steering wheel? Do you go outside and, and, and pee on someone's car out of anger because traffic is taking so long? Like, what do you do? Carry a pee jug in your car. I guess, yeah. Now, fortunately, traffic does not exist in Vermont, but I bet in New York State, in certain parts of New York State, Andrew, where you are, like, you really got to bring that pee jug. Oh, yeah. When I leave work for work in the morning, it takes me five minutes to get to work. It takes me 35 minutes going the same route to get back because of traffic when I get off. What? That crazy? Oh, my God. Well, I do not envy you, my friend. Um, how about we go to this uh, guy at a Sonic fast food drive through in, I believe, Georgia. Uh, you know, he did the usual thing where he was telling the person on the drive through speaker thingy what he wanted. And then he noticed a baby squirrel perched on top of the menu board and decided to have some fun with the fast food employee by saying, hey, you know, along with my burger, fries and shake, how about you give me that baby squirrel? This is Cassie, now take your order. Yeah, I'll take a number two with a sweet tea and tots. And this little squirrel you got on top of your sign. Oh, Robbie, anything else I can get for you? Uh, no, just him. Is that what correct on the street, sir? Yes, ma'am. 917, go ahead and pull up to the window. I think she's, I think she thought I was joking, man. Come here. What are you doing up there? What are you doing? take you home. Yeah, he actually took the baby squirrel home. He wasn't kidding. Now, uh, you know, animal rights activists may have thought at first, oh my God, he's going to eat that squirrel with his burger. But no, I think he took that squirrel home as a pet, Andrew. It's so precious. This very precious. I would take a squirrel home, and then I would still get my food too. Wait, wait, wait. You would take a squirrel home, and you would what with your food? I would still get my food when I go through the drive-thru. I'm like, still give me my food, girl. <laughs> exactly. I can't feed myself. You know, this squirrel's not going to feed me food. I got to pay for it still. You know. <laughs> uh, God. I was surprised that the squirrel did not move because I thought that the squirrels they're usually hyper and they run away and they're they're not really like trusting of human interaction but that squirrel that baby squirrel if you look at the video the baby squirrel was just kind of sitting there chilling like eh sure take me home why not you know I like a squirrel like that any animal or person that's that cool they're just like hey, take me there I can be yeah there you go and eventually this guy will realize that squirrels are not domestic pets so I don't know might as well make squirrel pie if they become uh, you know disruptive <laughs> <laughs> Uh, that that sounds amazing. Is that what you said? Kind of so tasty a squirrel pie. I imagine they'll be quite nutty. So yeah. <laughs> but uh, psh, I saw what you did there, Andrew. I saw what you did there. All right, let's go to this uh, guy arguing with his baby goat. Yes, I heard that. I, I said that correctly. A guy arguing <laughs> with his baby goat. <laughs> No matter how many times you ask, I won't take the trash out. It's your job. Hey! Bro! You want to fight? Yeah? 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 Alright. Let's do it. Huh? It's not worth it. It's not worth it. No. It's really not. No. It's a, how many times? You want to kiss? Make up. Whoa! So as I was hearing that baby go, Andrew, I couldn't help but like think that it sounds like a human baby being like, Ma! Mommy, no, mommy! Like, did you get that? I did get that. At first, he said, God, I'm like, this sounds like a kid. Yeah, no. It's it's one of them uh, parrot-like goats. You know how parrots, they really talk like real humans? It's one of them mm -hmm. parrot goats. That's what, that, that's, <laughs> that's what, that's what I say. Um, I my time arguing. That, that sounded fun. Yeah, yeah, God. I mean, you know, if you don't spend your day arguing with a baby goat, you're 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 not living as an American, is is what they say. No, you're not. Mm. You don't know the. Yeah, you don't know the dream for sure. All right, a video has gone viral of a guy filming a warthog. We're doing more animal videos. Uh, a warthog uh, came up to this guy, uh, or actually, no, or did the guy go up to the warthog? Either way, a guy and a warthog have some interaction. Uh, the warthog is kind of like wandering up a driveway in the guy's direction. So I guess the warthog is coming to the guy. 
Um, you know, he tries to pet the warthog, and I guess he quickly realizes, you know, this warthog isn't Pumbaa. He's going to come up the steps. Here he comes. Oh, my goodness, and he's huge. Hello, boy. I wonder if we can pet him. Hi, boy. Can we touch him? No, don't. Help me. Help yeah, he literally he literally gets flattened by the the warthog. The, yeah, I, I think he thought like, oh, you know, hey, you know, Pumbaa from the Lion King was pretty friendly. Maybe this warthog will be friendly. And then of course he learns the hard way. I am ashamed to admit it. No, I'm not ashamed. <laughs> I watched that video almost a hundred times, and I want to make a ringtone of him saying, "Help me, help." Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's I mean, obviously, in the moment for the guy, it's awful. But, yeah, it's it's really hilarious because it's just it just shows how, like, naive he is at the moment. You know what I mean? You know, to go from like, oh, my God, warthog. Interesting. Let me pet it. And then, of course, help me. Oh, my God, help me. The warthog in the video, too, is so just minding his own business. And this guy just touches it. Yeah. Don't touch animals. That shouldn't be touched. That's what mommy says when you grow up. All righty. Um, oh, that and don't have sex too early in life and, and make babies. That too. That too. That too. All right. Speaking of sex and making babies and whatnot, I mean, that's usually what happens when you date certain people. This last video, very long, Andrew, but I got to play it because it's a, a wonderful video that my girlfriend, Tony, texted to me a while ago and it showed up on my show prep because it's, it's just gone viral. It's blown up on TikTok. This woman on TikTok has gone viral with her worst first date experience. Now, I think this video is like over two minutes long, Andrew. Listen to this story because I don't think anybody, anybody can top this worst first date story. What's the worst first date I've ever been on? I'm so glad you asked. I'm going to tell you right now. Before I met my smoke show of a husband, I was on dating apps. As you do, this man messages me out of the blue and he goes, I like your face. Let's go get some food. Um, I love food. Are you my soulmate? He says, meet me at my house. I will drive us to the restaurant together. Why did we not just meet there? I have no idea. I drive 45 minutes to his house. He's standing outside of it. He walks up to my car and he goes, I've lost my keys. Can you drive us there? Should I have just left him right there and gone home? Yes. Did I? Absolutely. Absolutely not. He gets in, starts giving me turn-by-turn directions. He could have been leading me to an abandoned warehouse and he still would have been like, left at this stop sign? Okay. We end up at a Taco Bell, which is fine. I'm like, dine in or drive through, And he's like, drive through. And I'm like, great, he has a plan. We get to the speaker and he just leans over and goes, I would like 100 hard shell tacos. Thank you. We get to the window. He does one of these numbers. I'm like, did you forget your wallet? He's like, yeah. I was like, do you need me to pay? He's like, yeah. I'm like, yeah. I buy the 100 tacos and I'm like, where to next? And he goes back to my house. And I was like, okay, this is happening. I'm just, I'm committed to this now. It's happening. We get to his house. We walk in. His dad is on the couch. I'm like, he lives with his dad. It's fine. The hoops I am teleporting through to convince myself that this decision that I have made is okay is just wild. Walk past his dad into the kitchen. He just starts emptying the boxes of tacos, just releasing them onto the table, puts two chairs at the table, sits down, and he just screams at the top of his lungs, let's feast. I am just calmly unwrapping my taco and taking a bite of it. We are eating hard shell tacos in complete silence. You can hear both of us chewing. It's absolute chaos. The dad walks up, grabs a taco. There's a hundred of them. We have so many to spare. He's eating over us, just like standing, doesn't sit, stands right next to the table, crunches, mouthful. He just looks at me and he goes, do you want to see my studio? And I was like, I have never wanted to see anything less in my entire life. It was that moment that I decided this date was completely over or else I was going to be killed 100%. I am now just like collecting the tacos because I paid for them. I walk out with boxes of tacos in my purse. I look back and I was like, thank you for this experience. You will never hear from me again. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. What do you, what do you say to that, Andrew? <laughs> I am in tears. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, I just was like, wow. I mean, where do you even begin? I mean, you know, I mean, the, the, the red flags were there almost from like second one. But the fact that this girl was open minded enough to say, all right, let's see where this goes. Um, I mean, really, it just makes a great story for the grandkids, frankly. It does. I'm happy she was along for the ride. 
and the lens she went through to convince herself that this is good. <laughs> I, the commitment alone, that is amazing. Oh, my God. All right. Well, I, you know, there's not anything much else to say. That's our viral video segment. Yeah, I was I was just speechless when I first watched that video. I was like, all right. Yeah, I, I literally don't think there's a worse first date story that will top that. <laughs> I, the fact that she sat there after they threw the tacos on the table and screamed, let's feed. <laughs> That's what got me. Just like, the, just how you could just go from like, all right, 100 tacos, let's go to my house, let's be quiet, let's be cool about this, and then just like, let's feast! And then you just go back to quiet? Like, what the hell? She go, it just goes like, and the thing that she said, he has a plan. Girl, he did not have a plan. No. <laughs> Whatever was happening was weird. I, I I don't know. This guy must have been stoned. Who who the hell knows? If you want to send a viral video our way, you know how to do it. Facebook.com slash The Anything Show. Instagram at Anything Show Francois. You could also reach us on YouTube at The Anything Show with John Francois. Uh, so many ways. You get the point. All righty. Uh, John Francois here in Vermont. Andrew Vanderton in Rochester, New York. And I think our last segment together, Andrew, will be our celebrity gossip. You ready to tackle that bouge bouge stuff? Yes. Let's start with Mr. Dave Chappelle. Are you a Dave Chappelle fan, Andrew? I, I was. <laughs> oh yeah, understandable. You know what? Understandable. Uh, now, is this because you saw his recent special on Netflix? Um, so it wasn't just the recent special. This kind of came after his previous specials, where he kind of did the same thing. Right, right. And what we're talking about is, uh, you know, Dave. He's been having a history of making some uh, jokes that. Are that, that don't get received too well in the LGBTQ community. Um, I, I've only seen a little bit of his recent Netflix special, The Closer. Uh, I was like uh, about to fall asleep, so I didn't get a chance to finish it. But it did, like what I saw so far, uh, it seemed like it was pretty much the same routine that I saw him do live at Foxwoods in Connecticut back in what June of this year. Um, and I, you know, I have a sort of an in-between relationship with Dave Chappelle. Like I admire. Uh, the way he uh, tackles topics like there's a there's a quirky, honest, thought provoking way that he tackles topics that is really just him that uh, just makes me think, wow, like this is a voice that you would never hear anywhere else. I admire that. I respect that. I even laugh at, uh, you know, some of his commentary. Uh, but at the same time, I'm able to, you know, look at some of his jokes that he said and is and still cringe you know and still be like whoa okay i <laughs> you're, you're you're joking about it and you're talking about how the lgbtq community is not in favor with you right now and by what you're saying i can understand why they would be you know up in arms and it's crazy because like right now i don't know if you know andrew the i think some netflix employees are uh are quitting uh you know especially trans employees quitting going on strike i mean they're making it clear that you know netflix if you support this then we don't want to work with you anymore and i don't know if you saw did you see that netflix uh recently supported the special so i saw that netflix for uh, supported the special and didn't really support the employees who decided to protest and leave. Yeah. I saw clips of the actual closer, but I never sat down and watched the whole thing because I refused to give that streaming to that content. The issue I have for me, because I love Dave Chappelle. Like you said, he's smart, he's intelligent. The way he approaches things is amazing. Right. But these jokes, the jokes that everyone's saying, oh, it's just jokes, they lead to a lot of hurtful actions towards people. Yeah. And then on top of that, because he's so intelligent and he is so amazing at what he does, you use jokes that weren't even funny. Most of it was just your opinion of how you felt, yeah. and you tried to contextualize that with a joke, but then you went back to the whole schoolyard things of misgendering people and saying terrible things, and then you also said Caitlyn Jenner was a good person. That's the problem for me. If you think Caitlyn Jenner is a good person, you go ahead and sell down the river because I'm not buying that. Yeah, it's interesting because uh, it, it seems like within the trans community, uh, Caitlyn Jenner is kind of polarizing. It seems like some people like her, some people don't. Is that kind of the, the, the view on her? Caitlyn Jenner is honestly the only transphobic person that is trans that I have ever seen in my life. Wow. It's, it's a terrible, terrible thing to see how she behaves, talks acts and speaks when it comes to the lives of trans people because it's an experience that she has never had. Most trans people are going to be killed or attempted to be killed at some point in their life just for living their life. This is something she will never have to deal with, understand, or deal with in her spectrum because she's always protected and rich. So for her to come out and say the things that she has said, especially when it came to 
respecting trans kids' rights, bathroom bills, and different things. It's like you are problematic on a whole other scale when it comes to somebody who, from what it seems like to me, you hate the fact that you're trans. That's why you support these bills that are anti-trans but you're still a trans person. Right. You know, it's interesting to get this perspective because I did recently watch uh, the uh, Caitlyn Jenner documentary on Netflix because it's within that docuseries uh, Untold where they, you know, tell, you know, all these revealing stories about athletes and stuff. And of course, Caitlyn Jenner, formerly Bruce Jenner, the uh, famous, uh, uh, you know, Olympian. And, um, you know, of course, you know, that documentary uh, portrayed Caitlyn Jenner as like, wow, like, you know, here she is, you know, on the journey to finding her true self. And it I, I had a sympathetic view. Um, so to hear, so so to have that view, and then to contrast it with your view and the view of other LGBTQ people is very interesting. Very interesting. I mean, I know I know that she leans Republican. That's what I'm aware of. Um, but uh, more than that, no. I mean, I think what you've said today uh, has really given me a picture of Caitlyn Jenner and certainly of Dave Chappelle that I probably have never uh, really seen or known uh, prior to our conversation. So, yeah, it's, it's, it's always helpful to have these talks. It is. I, again, for Dave Chappelle, I was a fan. I'm no longer a fan. It's just unfortunate. And I wouldn't even say unfortunate. It's actually just it's the true nature of a person coming out. Because there is always truth in every joke that is made. And for you to believe and think these things and feel them and feel that it's okay to voice them that's an issue. And for the people who are offended by it, they have the right to take their money elsewhere. So this whole campaign that he's starting and that he's being canceled, it's no cancel. You still have a million dollar special and you'll still make millions of dollars outside of that. So no one's going to cancel you. We're just asking you to be better. Right, right. And I think Netflix's argument for keeping this special is that, um, you know, there's a I guess that maybe they feel that they're infringing on uh, a certain freedom of speech right of some kind. Um, and I think that is their way of saying that Dave Chappelle makes them a lot of money. These specials are very profitable and Netflix doesn't want to give that up. So uh, I think their thing is, hey, like as long as Dave Chappelle isn't clearly saying, you know, go kill every trans and gay person you see, then, eh, you know, we, we could we could kind of uh, see through whatever else he said. So, yep, it's a story that will continue on for all we know. Um, let's see. We have HBO Max who is coming out with a dating show for single parents. Uh, <laughs> yeah, they're actually going to be nominated by their college age kids. I don't know. If you were a single parent, Andrew, would you want to take part in this? I mean, I, I, I would find it embarrassing if I was a single parent, to be honest with you. Um, I think I would. This seems like it'd be kind of fun. I let my kids hook me up on a date. Okay. And I guess your kids, you know, maybe there's a certain uh, meaningfulness that comes from your kids because, you know, your kids know you like nobody else and they want to see you happy. So I think it would mean a lot. Yeah. All right. I, I, I get what you're saying. I get what you're saying. Uh, let's let's hope that uh, either of us are not in that single parent situation. Uh, we move on to The Rock. Oh, our dear husband, Dwayne Johnson. How much do we love Dwayne Johnson, Andrew? Oh, that's my husband. He doesn't even know it yet. Yeah, yeah. No, he's my husband. <laughs> okay, how about <laughs> how, how about we share him? Can can we share him? Can we share him? You've got him Monday through Thursday. I'll take the weekend. <laughs> oh, oh, that's too nice. That's too nice. We we, we got to switch. How about uh, how about I have him Monday through Friday one week. You have him Monday through Friday the other week, and then we'll see if he could do like a threesome on the weekends. Okay, as long as he makes the pancakes he makes, I'm here for it. Does he really make good pancakes? I don't know if they're good, but I'm a pancake lover, and the ones he made on Instagram looked delicious. Okay. All right. Well, Dwayne Johnson, along with being a great pancake maker, apparently he's going to add a rapper to his resume. Uh, he actually appeared in a song recently with Tech 9 Joey Cool, King Iso. This is called Face Off. Uh, this is his rap. And I want you to tell me honestly if our husband, Andrew, is a good rapper. It's about drive, it's about power. We stay hungry, we devour. Put in the work, put in the hours, and take what's ours. Like in some morning in my veins, my culture banging with strange. I change the game, so what's my mother name? Rah! What they gonna get though? Desecration, defamation. If you wanna bring it to the masses, face to face, now we escalating. Yeah, okay. So out of a scale of one to 10, be honest. How does our husband Dwayne Johnson do on the rap game? It was a negative 40. Oh, it was that bad? It was, it was bad. It was bad, um... But I know that he wants to add things to his resume to help us diversify our portfolio, so I appreciate him. Okay, so here's the challenging thing, because, you know, uh, a common thing in relationships is how to be 
uh, sort of politely honest to your partner that uh, maybe this career direction, honey, is not the best thing. So how would you approach that to your husband, Dwayne Johnson? I would make him a nice dinner and just sit down and say, hey, so that wrestling thing, you want to try that again? <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, honey, I mean, we got bills to pay and wrestling, you know, that, that's your bread and butter. So, uh, man, your muscles are so strong. I mean, you want to take triple A again? I mean, you're so fantastic. Like, you have all of the power. Let's not use your voice. That's not the thing today. But, Andrew, how about my rap? What do you think about my rap? What would Andrew say? Oh, I would say, hey, so it was a great effort. I'm going to play you some other things, and maybe you can get some inspiration, and we'll try it again. There you go. There you go. Uh, you know what? Uh, we go to DC Comics. I think not too long ago, Andrew, that we found out that Robin, of course, of Batman and Robin, was bisexual, and now... Turns out that in the comics, Superman is becoming bisexual. Now, to be specific, it's not Clark Kent Superman. I'm so behind on the comics. Apparently, Clark Kent and Lois Lane had a son named John Kent. John Kent, who is now Superman, is the one that is bisexual. Now, uh, what are your thoughts on this, Andrew, being from the LGBTQ community? I think it's pretty cool. I'm happy that we've got, like, a little bi version of Superman. And, I mean, if you're Superman, you can get anything in this world. Why not try out all of it? <laughs> exactly. You have all the strength. Uh, you have all the powers to see through people's clothing. And why not take advantage of that for both guys and girls? You know what I'm saying? You know, see if the see if the body parts are to your liking, Superman. Right. The world's your oyster. Exactly. Superman, you pervert. But, you know, <laughs> hey, if we have those superpowers, we'd probably take advantage of those, too. So. All righty. You know what? I love this. Uh, You go to TikTok, Andrew. And, you know, when you think Dua Lipa, like, what do you what do you imagine Dua Lipa fans being like? What do you imagine that? Like, give me the the vision of a Dua Lipa fan for you. I imagine that they wear big sunglasses. They always go and get chai tea from someplace. (laughs) They say the Netflix. (laughs) I'm going to go to the Netflix to get information about my the chai tea. What if I told you that there's an 80-year-old grandpa somewhere that is a big Dua Lipa fan? He got surprised by, I think, his granddaughter with tickets to a Dua Lipa concert, and this is his reaction on TikTok. Admission ticket, Richard Allen Walder. And Elena Dua Lipa concert? Are you (laughs) me? the best like a, a fan of Dua Lipa who you think of let, let's be honest Dua Lipa I, I, for me I've always said that oh my god like uh, Dua Lipa like she's the perfect uh, gay bar artist like if you want to go to like some kind of like a gay disco gay bar like anything like with a lot of like you know uh, you know rhythmic you know kind of thing like you know that you know that kind of thing like Studio 54 back in the day that's Dua Lipa's vibe um, so to, to have like this 80 year old guy who's just seems like a white square guy be like oh my god I'm it's just I, I love that. I love I love, uh, you know, those assumptions about what people are into just kind of screwed up. I hope this man will be at the concert on March 5th because that's going to be my first concert I go to. So I'm going to go see her and I hope he loses his mind. Are you really going to go see Dua Lipa live? March 5th in Buffalo. She's going to be up here in New York. So we bought tickets and I'm going to go see her. Oh, my God. Were they super expensive? Oh, no. It was only 59 bucks for the tickets. What? Are you in the nosebleeds or are you like right up front? Pretty sure we're in the nosebleeds, but this is my first concert, so I was like, I don't want to be crowded by a whole bunch of people. Wow. I'm jealous. I love Dua Lipa. Man, you have to tell me how that concert goes. Oh, I will. Oh. I hope she does Electricity. That's the song I'm hoping Oh, for. yeah. Yes. Yeah. With Silk City. That, that song, I was addicted to it for a long time. Oh, God. We, I, we, we could go all day about Dua Lipa songs. It's, it's great. <laughs> she, she can never do a bad song. Um, and, and she actually saw this video of the 80-year-old grandpa, and she just it, it made her heart melt because, you know, uh, again, uh, it's, it's a grandpa. You would never expect a grandpa to even know who Dua Lipa is, let alone be a fan of hers. So... Alrighty, uh, Kyrie Irving from the Brooklyn Nets. Uh, he made a stance. He says he's not going to get vaccinated, and the Nets responded with, "Okay, well, you know, New York City COVID guidelines say that we can't let you play," <laughs> um, and that's a big deal because Kyrie, along with James Harden and Kevin Durant, uh, one of the big three in that team. Uh, so I think it's funny, Andrew. Last year uh, during the playoffs, he got injured, had to leave early because of the injury, and now. 
his excuse is, I don't want to take the vaccine. So I wonder <laughs> if he should be getting paid at all because it doesn't seem like the Nets, the fans, anybody is getting their money's worth with Kyrie Irving. I don't know what's going to happen to him. I wasn't a Kyrie Irving follower because I never really followed him playing, but I've heard his name over and over again and how great he does play. Yeah. So it kind of that we won't get to see him. I really hope, well, I can't say I hope he gets the vaccine, but I do hope that COVID ends soon so we can see him play and he can get his money worth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um who knows? Who knows? I mean, he's he went from uh, a, a great duo with LeBron James, who gave Cleveland their first sports championship in like fifty something years, to you know not working out with the Boston Celtics, to to not working out with the Boston Celtics, and then he had this run with the Brooklyn Nets, which is like, you know, he's underperforming. You know, he's it's not what we want in terms of consistency. So who the hell knows what's going to happen? All right, Andrew, we go to TikTok once again. This couple. Uh, found a strange phone in the back of a cab, and I guess they, uh, I guess someone called that phone, who is the owner of the phone, and it turns out the phone belongs to a uh, former cast member of Saturday Night Live, Molly Shannon. This is the couple and Molly Shannon uh, interacting on TikTok about the experience. So Josephine and I are coming home from New York Comic Con, and a phone starts ringing in the back of the cab. We pick it up, and eventually find out whose phone it is and we get a phone call from somebody who's very nervous that they've lost their phone and look whose phone it is <laughs> how about that no so this has never happened to me because i am very reliable with my phone but it must have felt uh, slipped out of my purse and i was panicked i got back to my hotel and i i did the find my iphone i'm seeing my phone on like 33rd street and i'm like i'm never gonna get it back but then i called the hotel and, and they 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 called my number and vincent was so kind to pick up and i got my phone Yay. from vincent and josephine and i said it's very serendipitous that we all meet so there's some reason for it yes so, and then i then i let them know that we're swingers and she's staying the night yeah it all worked out great happy sunday happy sunday bye-bye yes yes <laughs> We found your phone, Molly. We found your phone, Molly Shannon. Now have sex with me and my wife. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> that was his all pass. He was trying. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. And I'm sure Molly Shannon would have been down for it because Molly Shannon is a crazy, quirky character. I've loved her work on SNL, so I feel like yeah, she would probably be down for that swinger action. Um, all right. Lastly, Andrew, before we wrap it up here, what would it sound like if you mashed up Slipknot's Psycho Social with that ever so annoying song, Baby Shark? Uh, let's see if I have that clip here. I do have it. Uh, maybe you'll be surprised. Maybe you'll be pleased, Andrew. Who knows? I did my job and I went out. So a So I love watching you on Zoom, Andrew. You transition from singing along happily to being like, oh, my God, what is he saying? <laughs> what, what, were you, what were you shocked by? What in the song were you shocked by? I was shocked that I love it. Cycle <laughs> is my favorite Slipknot song. And I'm like, oh, this kind of fits with Baby Shark. Oh, are you really a Slipknot fan? I am a Slipknot junkie. Wow. So it's literally one of my favorite songs from Slipknot. So to hear that with Baby Shark. I might have to find this to download it. Oh, my God. I learn more surprising things about you every day, Andrew. How about that? <laughs> All righty. Andrew like Slipknot and Dua Lipa at the same time. That is the mashup we should see. That's the mashup I want to see. Get a little love and gay disco with some screamo. Oh, <laughs> oh my God. Love. What did you say? Love, disco, gayo, and screamo? What? Love, gay disco, and screamo. That sounds like some kind of like a uh, you know comedy trio. You know what? I feel like they would have some good slapstick comedy. There you go. There you go. I like it. All right, that's our celebrity gossip. Facebook.com slash the anything show, Instagram at anything show Francois. Uh, you could find so many ways to reach out to us and send us a celebrity gossip piece that you like that you want me and Andrew to share right here on the Anything Show. Thanks so much for joining us. Uh John Francois here. You know, we've reached the hour point, so we're just gonna say screw it to that surprise interview because I didn't know where, whether we were gonna go to an hour or not. So it was just me and Andrew through the entire show. But next week, 
we, we we're going to play an interview that we just recorded with uh, Angel from the oh so fabulous Mermaid and the Lion podcast. Me and Andrew had a conversation with Angel, the co-creator, the co-star, the co-writer of the podcast. Really find it wherever you get podcasts, because if you're looking for that erotic, romantic drama with an urban vibe, Mermaid and the Lion is there for you. All right, Andrew, before we say sayonara, of course, you have the lifestyle of a gay black boy podcast. What's coming up next? So next episode, I am actually going to be with my friend Danny as a part of his podcast, but I'm going to add it to mine called Yo, That's Gay. And we are going to be talking about Dracula, the drag competition for monsters. Ooh, oh my God. Always an interesting thing happening with uh, Lifestyle of a Gay Black Boy podcast, wherever you get podcasts. All right, Andrew, uh, I shall see you next time, all right? Yeah, I'll see you next time. Yes, take care. Thanks for listening. Listen to The Anything Show with John Francois on Apple, Spotify, wherever you get podcasts. We're on Facebook, YouTube, and on Instagram and TikTok at Anything Show Francois. Now, go lick some sweet and sour sauce.